I have to edit this out. (laughs) Hey, Karis. What? Can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I just laugh every time because I never know what to say. And I just... (laughs) You say yes because you definitely want one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so it's the 4th of July. Patriotic things. America. Um, I'm going to read the Federalist Papers today to commemorate. No. Okay. Never mind. (laughs) Sure, you do that. I'm probably, (laughs) me and my friends are going to go see some fireworks. And we're going to play Cards Against Humanity because that's the most American thing that exists. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean... I always kind of thought the 4th of July was a little overrated because, like, I love America and stuff, mm-hmm. but honestly, it's just the day that we declared independence with the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, but, like, and I don't understand Britain fireworks. did not recognize that. They no. were like, okay, whatever. But, like, that's... It's like when the kid is throwing a temper tantrum and then, like, you just... The moms, like, just walk away and ignore them and they'll stop. Like, that, that's, was, that was Britain. Yeah. <laughs> but we so, didn't stop. It's kind of like the Monroe Doctrine in that way where everyone was like, okay, whatever. And we were like, no, this is our... I forget what that's about, but I know it was stupid because I think I mentioned it. The Monroe Doctrine. Oh, it was yeah. like it was like no one can mess with our foreign affairs or something. Yeah, <laughs> something it was like, like they they were like we have a right to like everything to Cali basically. Like, <laughs> and they were like, lol, okay, we have a we right to everything care. in the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> we can do what we want. Anyways, happy America Day. Yep, I'm excited for no fireworks. I actually don't like fireworks. Fun fact, I hate them. I mean, I like Disney World, so oh, that's true. That's like different I like professional though. Professional fireworks. I want Tinkerbell to come at me. I, I don't have want standards. <laughs> I don't want none of your side of the road bought fireworks. Yeah, yeah. I just had one like really bad experience when I was like twelve. <gasps> one time I dropped a sparkler on my foot. And oh I wasn't my wearing God. shoes. I've That's never really I haven't held right. a sparkler since. I might take a dumb picture with a sparkler to post on my Instagram, but that's just because I'm shallow. Of course you will. <laughs> I won't go near a sparkler because I have PTSD. So <laughs> This week, we're talking about our favorite monarchs. So basically, it's going to be Emmeline sounding reasonable and me just going on a rabid tangent about Mary Queen of Scots. If you know Karis, you know she loves Mary Queen of Scots more than life itself. Yeah. So. Like, most of the people at school, like, know that I love Mary Queen of Scots. And I feel like that's really bad. It's like she wears a piece of paper on her back. Like, you know, like, instead of kick me, it says, I love Mary Queen of Scots. Ask me, me about Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> no, it still says kick, kick me, me in knock the me out, make me stop talking about Mary Queen of Scots. I hate that, like, what's her last name? Mary she Stewart. Have one. Is no. it Stewart? Yeah, okay. Stewart. The so, Stewart dynasty. But the dynasty. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> it was not a dynasty. It was a, yeah. Yes, we'll find out. Yeah, it was, because her son... Yeah, but I never just mind. feel like Mary, comma, Queen of Scots, like, everyone just says that as her name. Yeah, because, like, there were so many other Marys, because she coexisted at the same time as so Bloody Mary in England. So it's like, Marys. how do you not convolute the so Marys? Both of them are Catholic, but one's more violent than the other. How do you not convolute? Like, what's the word? I learned it in statistics. I have to bring up Matt Murdock again, because you said a violent Catholic, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil! If you I haven't really watched Daredevil, it. go I watch haven't. Daredevil. I was too busy watching no one's too busy for daredevil a hot summer nights <laughs> which is a quality movie you should go and watch it but is it daredevil quality yes yeah no it's there's not. drug dealers so like well yeah but daredevil takes out the drug dealers oh uh, and they're chinese these are like teenage drug dealers <laughs> maybe this is like less good for society is chalamet in this yes oh my gosh <laughs> the only reason you watched it was for timothy chalamet anyways <laughs> It was also filmed in, like, rural Georgia. And I was like, oh. (laughs) 
Well, Fun. Daredevil is in Hell's Kitchen, so. Oh, that's quality. He's the dare, He's the devil of Hell's Kitchen. You know who lives in Hell's Kitchen? Matt Murdock. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Actually, doesn't. He lives in the Lower East Side now. He grew up in Hell's Kitchen. I know way too much. Wow. Okay, just. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. The more you know. You just, so Karis just took a drink of her coffee. I like, she, like, my lips do weird She crossed her eyes as she did it. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Here's the thing. You that's texted me. It's only me. 10 o'clock in the morning. Like, it's a fine. Yeah, you texted me at like 8 eight o'clock and you're like i'm up doing research blah 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 and i like so over. i procrastinated <laughs> and i procrastinated so much that i fell asleep in the middle of re- like researching at midnight last night i guess that would be this morning technically but yeah. it was really late and i fell asleep and then i woke up at like two in the morning i'm like stumbling around like oh my gosh like still in my clothes still wearing my contacts right and i like throw my computer on the ground i think i plug it in because it had 100 percent when i woke up this morning and then I, like, stumbled to the bathroom. My brother's light is still on in his room, so I knock on his door, and I'm like, Henry, it's, like, 2 in the morning. And he's like, it's only 1.45. He was playing Fortnite, of course. It was only 1.45. I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. Good night. And he was like, went back to bed. It's probably how him and Josh bond. Who? Josh, Ben's little brother. Oh, I don't even know if they're, like, friends' friends. Oh. I think they're just school friends. Plot twist. Let me know, Henry. (laughs) (laughs) He was just playing. You might have been playing with my cousin. Because they play Fortnite together. It's really cute. Family bonds. You know. Anyway, so I, like, we got ready for bed. Not really, because I just, like, flashed my face. Flashed? Splashed. Splashed. That's a word. Flushed. Oh, my God. <laughs> New makeup routine. Anyways, you it was become... two in the morning, so. <laughs> One of those DIY bloggers, but, like, you're, how like, the anti. How to flush your face. Wait, how to unflush your face? <laughs> I don't know. I, like. She washed her face. I hit water on my face, and then I took out my contacts, and. <laughs> Put on my pajamas and got into bed and was like, the mood. and then I looked at my notes and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I can't do this. So I was like, I set my alarm for, I think it was 6.45. Holy crap. No, wait, it was 7.45. Wait. Okay. It was, yeah, it had to be 7.45 because no. you texted me like 8.15 a.m. Okay, it was 7.45. It's usually at 6.45. So I only yeah. had to move one, one thing, but it was at 7.45. So Working I, gals problem. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And you work in 8 to 4, 8 to 5. 8 to 4. Working eight to four. Can't sing the song. I can sing it. But you work eight to five. Mm-hmm. Nine. It's nine to five. Oh. Yeah, I can just show up late to work one day. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm like, oh crap! I'm gonna have to wake up early to finish. So I go to bed, and my cat wakes me up at five in the morning. Jesus. Pet him a little bit. Go back to bed. Then I get up, pet my cat some more. Who's still there? And then I get ready, and then I finish doing this research. Until the moment I leave. I leave at 8.40. Yeah, see, and at 8.40, you, like, or... No, I texted you at 8.15. Yeah. I was like... She's like, I'm doing research, and I, like, rolled over, went back to sleep, and then I woke up at, like, 9, and then I realized, like, shoot, she might have actually, like, left on time today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I left on at 8.45. I even stopped and got coffee. See? And so I texted her, Ice and coffee. I was like... I was like, just text me when, when... That I just spilled on myself. Oh, my gosh. You're repeating at me. Yeah. I was like, true. text me when you when you leave. And she's like, I'm 20 minutes out. And I'm like, yeah, I got 10 more minutes. <laughs> and I rolled over, went to sleep for 10 minutes, and then got out of bed. I was very proud of myself because I, you know, the Georgia rule that's like, you can't use your phone anymore. July 1st, they enacted the oh, oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. whatever. So I had to... Yeah, no, I, I did the sound thing, and I was like... Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like, what do you want to say? And I was like, be there in 20 minutes, exclamation point, exclamation point. And it did it perfectly. Wow. And I was like, so proud of my, my car. 
I was really mad when you had that driving. There's a setting in text messages where you can have the automatic response set for when you're driving. And I would text you and I would get this response that's like, Emmeline is driving. And currently, it was like, I only started using that when it first came on the phone. And I was like, this is great. And then I saw what it texted and I was like, never mind. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I would get annoyed because I'm like, I don't need her to respond right now. It was like a text post and it was like, some husband was like, oh, emergency. Yeah, with the burrito. It was a burrito. Yeah. So he was like, what do you want from some burrito place? And yeah. she was like, she's driving. And, and it was like text emergency yeah. or something. And he was like, emergency. It's a burrito. What do you want on your burrito? <laughs> I was like, I, wow. That's how you know you found a caper. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So, so do you want to go first or do you want to go I'm going to let Emmeline go first. Cause okay. I, yeah, I need a moment to like figure out where I'm going to start with her. I need to wake up. Like I really have been awake for maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> no, it's 10, 10 o'clock now. So. Oh, 40. Yeah, but I've only had coffee in my hand for like 10. I got coffee. I woke up early. I got woken up by a cat. I drove 40 minutes to get here. We're in the podcast attic again, because that's what I call it. Karis is just like, it's... It's just like where my brother's art room is, which, shameless plug for my brother, check out his art page on Facebook, Mike Franklin Art, right in there. Where's the art room? Right there, through that door. Through that door. Through that door. Door number yeah. three. Maybe there's a car. <laughs> oh no, what's that? It's just Mike's junk room. It's a... <laughs> Um, on the price uh, is right. Price is right, yeah. It's like... Door number one is, is... I know, but when it's like a joke, there's like a word that they use for it. Oh, I don't know. Anyways. I don't watch the price is right. I'm not 70. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Old woman in line here to talk about <laughs> the Empress Dowager <laughs> of China. Miss Cook would be so 60. proud of you for focusing on Eastern Monarchs. They're my favorite. They're the cooler. They're cooler. They are. They are. European pretty much ones cool. are too problematic. Like, they they have STDs and like weight problems. Henry so. the Eighth, may I say? <laughs> Anyways, so let me tell you about Empress. Yeah. By the way, she works like ten minutes on this pronunciation, so you it guys, could still be wrong. But her name is spelled C I X I. Right? You just crossed your eyes again when you drank your coffee. That was really funny. Anyways, her name like, is spelled C I X I. Right? And so you're like, oh, that's cool. But then you're like, oh, no, it's Chinese. How am I supposed to pronounce that? So I looked it <laughs> you up. You realize not everything is pronounced in American. You're like, my culture is Pronounced not in American. Did you just hear her say that? Well, yeah, because I think Americans have this a tendency to, like, butcher pronunciations, and we feel like it's okay because we're American. I butcher everything, so. <laughs> wow. Anyways, so I looked up the pronunciation, right? And it's pronounced sexy, which to me sounds like someone saying sexy in an accent. That's so bear name. with me as I say sexy like a bunch of times. Karis <laughs> is on her phone. Are you listening? I'm to pulling me? up. I'm pulling up something on Henry VIII. But continue. I'm gonna bring I it need up. Your in full my attention. Little, okay. I'm just kidding. You can just do whatever. <laughs> I can just get up and up. walk away, and it can just be her talking. No, because your mind. headphones are plugged in, so that would just look really <laughs> dumb on your part. <laughs> Saving you from embarrassment. Okay. <laughs> so Sixi was born on November 29th in 1835 in Beijing. And we know that because her dad was like an average city official, just, you know, average, <laughs> just a city just official average from the Manchu. I'm so sorry. These Chinese pronunciations. Yin, ye, ye, inara, yinara, yinara, yinara. It sounds like menorah from, you know, <laughs> clan and a member of the bordered blue banner of the Ooh. eight banners, which I looked up because I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. What is the eight it? Which is like, it was originally army <laughs> divisions of like. The yeah. military, right? But um, it just became like a system of like cultural organization. So it was like basically That's their status. Dope. 
as a family. That sounds like something from the Hunger Games, but it sounds kind of dope. Yeah, this is the capital. <laughs> Welcome. Um, anyways, in 1851, so how old is she right now? I'm bad at math. Um, She's like 16. A hundred and... No. 50. Oh, I thought you meant like if she was alive today. Never mind. Continue. No, she would be... <laughs> like 169. 16. She would be 16. Yeah. This is 1851. She yeah. was born in 83. I was right with that math. Yeah. Let's go. Emily knew what she was talking about. She's 16 <laughs> so, years old. <laughs> when she was 16, she participated in the selection to like become one of the emperor's cohorts. So basically to become a concubine. <laughs> You know, like, Let's girls got to do what a girl's got to do. You know, yeah, so that's actually a huge honor is to be one of the emperor's concubines, right? So she she won, not won, she got to be chosen. You know what this reminds me of? There's a Esther. book series that's like that. It's called Ooh. The Selection Series. Yeah. Yeah, it that. reminds me of Esther. But that's not what it, that was like The Bachelor. Yeah, that was like The Bachelor. I didn't that really like that bat- series. I thought it was really dumb. I liked it when I was in eighth grade and then I read it again. <laughs> I liked it grade. when I was 14 <laughs> yeah. and now that I'm like... Have a higher reading level. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I brought... So I always bring a book with me, and today I brought with me The Ennead by Virgil, so I have a higher reading level now. She just really likes to show off. I do. (laughs) This is true. But I'm also wearing overalls today, so I am also five. She looks so alt. What is it? Like, I feel like you should start a blog where it's, like, just you reading books and reviewing them, because that's you. So a book club online. Oh, yeah, that. Maybe we should start a podcast on just, or we could just talk about books on well, this yeah. podcast. We'll just do Stay that next tuned, time. guys. <laughs> oh, email us at... I think I unplugged it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> Why are you screwing it? Just plug it My in. My headphones aren't in. They're in. Can you hear yourself? Mm-mm. Oh. Take it out. Plug it back in. <laughs> Sorry. We're having technical difficulties because Karis is a klutz. <laughs> No, it's not going in. What? Can you hear me talking, though? I can, like, hear you when it's here. Sorry, we're, like, welcome to the episode of, like, I can't run technology. Can you hear it now? No. Okay, we'll take this part out, that one, and put it back in. <laughs> so it's like we're on hold and Karis is saying <laughs> just get, There we go, there we go. Okay. I'll just unplug that part next time. Okay, abort that. Skip two minutes in the podcast. Continue. No, don't skip two minutes now. That was like 30 seconds. We should have just said, hey, Karis is about to mess up the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> skip now. Okay, so I was, I was talking about how they should email us. What's our email address? Uh, sarcastic. Ooh. Sarcastic comment podcast. Yeah, sarcastic comment podcast. At, at gmail.com. Com. If you want us to talk about a certain book or movie and we'll watch it and review it yep. or read it. And if it has Timothy Chalamet in it, no, I'll like watch it We don't it want times. anything with him in it. <laughs> Anyways, let us know. Sarcastic comment podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Yeah. Or don't. I mean, you do you. Anyway, what are they talking about here? Oh, so she she became a concubine. She got chosen, which is awesome. Good for her. And so she was given a new name, but not really. No one called her this except for when she was... Is this her stripper name, I guess? I don't know. I guess it's the... Yeah, the equivalent of a name. Her name was Noble Lady Lon. I don't know if you say it. Lon. Lan? Lon. So that was her name. Yeah. The The emperor was like, hey, Noble Lady Lon. I want... Never mind, we're not going to go in there. <laughs> Anyways, she was a concubine. In 1854, she was promoted to the fifth rank. I guess she was on the sixth one previously. Yeah, because there was, like, I remember when I, I don't think it was her, but I read about another, like, empress. And well, there were, like, different levels. She was the most levels. powerful one. So, yeah. Yeah, there was different le- levels, levels of concubines. Of and like, right? So she got promoted to the fifth one and given a new title of Imperial power. Concubine Yi. So she Ooh. was now one of the emperor's, like, faves i guess yeah he like went through and was like it's like a, the equivalent i guess of like a european king's mistress where they're like 
get yeah. Madame Dubarry. She got lap. special privileges and things. <laughs> she got probably better sleeping arrangements and more baths. <laughs> probably her own apartments and her things own like apartment that. <laughs> in the castle. Yeah, that's castle. What no, she lived in the concubine. No, she lived in the palace. I guess you would call yeah. it the palace. Anyways. And in 1855, a year after she's been promoted, she got pregnant and gave birth to the emperor's only surviving son. Wild. Zai Chun. I don't know how I say it. Z-A-I-C-H-U-N. Did he have like a wife-wife? Or? Yeah, he had an, a okay. wife-wife, but she wasn't having sons. So. Oh. And he was born on April 27th, 1856. So she's <laughs> only been in the um, a concubine for a couple years now. So she's like 18. And she already popped out a baby. The king's oh, only son. Sweet, Way to go, lady. That's like... Wow. That section was called Early Life, and I called this section Up in Ranks. <laughs> up in Ranks. I would, this was late. This was like a lot. Climbing them ranks. <laughs> Climbing them ranks of the concubines. Okay. Seven, so. steps, seven steps to a successful wife. <laughs> life. Become a concubine. Have the guy's only son. There you go. Perfect. Maybe she like. Set for life. You have a 401k. What are they called? She like. Um, what is it? If she like. Never mind. I was going to say like she like made sure the other ladies. She's the head concubines and all is that. Is she? I don't know. I don't think she is. Did she? Oh, <laughs> that would be the next level of scheming, like making sure everyone she else like was made, infertile. Yeah, I'm saying like she was like scheming, like doing something to the other ladies and was like, don't have sons. I'm the only one. Who, you know, anyways, she might have. She loved power. That's a mood. <laughs> so after the birth of her son, she was elevated to the rank of the fourth rank. And mm-hmm. by his first birthday, she was elevated to the third, placing her only second to the empress. Holy crap. She had a lot of power. Great. That's like terrifying. Basically, have the king's baby, and you get to go up in the ranks. That's why I call it up in ranks. Up in ranks. Fourth rank. That's like so different from European, like though, because they would like hide the hide the to be like Frank, like the bastard child would get like given like the worst position. Well, she did. He didn't have any other sons. Yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah. Wow. I put this in all caps. Unlike most women in the household, Sixiu was known for her ability to read and write Chinese. So this was a literate. Her dad had made sure empress. she was. Yeah, so she was given several, and I put I re, I wrote multiple, but read several multiple opportunities to help the emperor in governing governing, like daily stuff. So she That's would like cool. often like read stuff for him or like take notes and stuff. Hmm. So she became very well informed you can do about a lot state of affairs <laughs> and like how to govern. So she like she totally knew what was going on. So cool. Great. So she's That's like this concubine really who's got this. Yeah, she's awesome. So she knew what was going on. We love a woke queen. <laughs> she's not a queen. She's an empress. Not even yet. She's just. Stop westernizing everything. She's not a queen and empress. She's just an imperial concubine right now. But that's still great. Only second to the empress. That's like, yeah. We love her. We love a woke queen. I just love romance stories in the East because I feel like there's, there's so no much romance. In not this. romance. Sorry, but like female figures in the east because i feel like everything's True. so dramatic it's like in india like she I knew how her. to read <laughs> it's like yes in, in india i love you so i'm gonna build the whole taj mahal and like here it's like that was for his dead wife <laughs> well i mean you know everything's just so much more dramatic and i love it but continue True. everyone's dramatic but like i like how we both picked queens as our favorite monarchs we love representation yeah because guy monarchs are really interesting to study and be like wow this could have been so much better if it was a woman <laughs> <laughs> yes basically <laughs> Okay, so I put this as death of the emperor. Spoiler, the emperor dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she becomes. So in eight, in the 1860s, it was like the closing stages of the second opium war. So Which is breaking just, out in the suburbs of middle America right now, but continue. <laughs> as opioid. Selling it on the dark web, you know. <gasps> Go America. <laughs> Happy 4th. 
So anyways, the British attacked Beijing and the palace that everyone lived in. So the king and all of his entourage left and went to like the summer palace because you have two palaces when you're the emperor. So the Queen they, Victoria, right? No, this is the emperor of No, of but China. like Queen Victoria was the British. Oh yeah, they were like, okay. ha ha. Cool beans. Opium. That's all that happened in the opium war, I'm sure. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> People died. Anyway, <laughs> the Brits burned down the palace and the emperor, I can't say his name, Chai Fen, X-I-A-N-F-E-N-G. Just figure it out for yourself. Practice you it. You got it. If you're Phonetically, listening in your sound car. That out. <laughs> <laughs> he died from a mix of depression, dementia, and drugs and alcohol. What so a basically, wild ride. He got kicked out of his castle and he became depressed about it. Then he was showing early signs of dementia, and so he turned to drugs and alcohol to cope. Which a dementia can be set on by tragedy. That sounds like Elvis. <laughs> no. <laughs> sounds like Elvis's death. Elvis sounds like this king's death. He died <laughs> That's first. true. King, emperor. And so he died on August 22nd, 1861. So she's been a concubine for about 10 years now. Wild. Got so up she's 26. So she's 26. She's not that old. She ain't that old, hon. Okay. She got so. a lot of life left in her. <laughs> <laughs> she does. So I wrote, this is titled post-death. Not her death, obviously. This wouldn't be a So... She, on his deathbed, she was given a seal, which is basically, like, usually it was a gift to concubines and stuff, but it also meant that she had, like... Official... Official, like, yeah. say what you want kind of stuff. So you can slap your seal on stuff. was also given the title something. Empress Dowager Ixi. Yeah. Which, a dowager is, is someone who's basically a widow, mm-hmm. right? So she wasn't married to the emperor at all, but she was given the title of Empress Dowager. Because so, it allows them to stay, like, in the yeah, royal say, ranks, yep. even though their husband or yeah, significant other If she had just been, dead. like, a regular concubine, it would have been like, <laughs> all right, peace out. Too bad, so sad. The king died. Get a new one. So, she had become, a pol- like, a very, like, shrewd political mm-hmm. um, strategist. Strategist? Strategist. I hate myself. <laughs> strategist. I wasn't gonna let that one fly. <laughs> oh, thanks. Anyways, so she, like, knows what's going on. She's mm-hmm. good at making decisions. She is woke as they say on the affairs of the kingdom woke AF. <laughs> and so since she was giving her title and like and her son has just turned five at this point so he can't rule yet um because he's only five if this isn't like a king tut situation oh, where we let the baby they would have like he was in the line of succession because mm-hmm. he was the it wouldn't have son. just started a new dynasty because he was a no it was the emperor's son illegitimate he wasn't illegitimate. This is China. <laughs> That's true. They, they probably just, weren't as like. They just wanted a male heir, right? So they were just. Whereas like, Europe is this like works. illegitimate child overthrew the whole monarchy, <laughs> cause create and they're yeah. Catholic. No, should have thrown off Elizabeth. <laughs> Continue. Are there any QE one listening right now? She's. If you're QE one listening to this, you better stop when I'm done because Karis is gonna freaking wreck QE one because she loves. No, I love. Okay. Just we go. don't like John Knox. That's what we don't like. John Knox is... Never mind. Continue. I'm, that's for my segment. Nice things, Kate. I have so much anger. Nice go things. ahead. Anyways. So, because she was given this title and her son was such a baby... Not a baby. I mean, he was five. He was still a baby. She began to, like, ally herself with all the political leaders of the time. So, she... I don't know what ally herself <laughs> meant for them, but she would, like... Sorry, I'm sneezing. We could have needed that. We could have utilized the mute button at that time. (laughs) You just sneeze, but we missed that prime opportunity. I didn't know it was coming. (laughs) And I didn't know it was coming. It was like D-Day. It just snuck up on me. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Wait. Oh, D-Day was last month. Yeah. Happy late D-Day. Yeah, they would not have landed. They would have died of sweat. (laughs) 
if they had landed on Norman, or French beaches in July. It's really hot. I mean, it's not that... It's pr- almost the same amount of heat in June. It's <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Bless this you is again. I don't know why I'm doing this. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we started talking about Don Knox. Don Knox. John Knox. And my, I have, like, an allergic reaction to the bastard, but continue. <gasps> He, he was. I'm sorry. Any theologians listening, just ignore that. Continue. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm really tired. <laughs> so you're ready to learn about Sixi. You're ready to keep listening? I'm so excited. I actually am. I didn't mean for that to be sarcastic. <laughs> Anyways, so the actual wife of the emperor, now dead emperor, was named, <laughs> and I should have looked, looked up this pronunciation as well, C-I apostrophe A-N. Chian. Chian. We're just going to go with that. That was yeah. probably terrible, but... Right. So she suggested that the actual, or like the other Empress Dowager, she, uh, <laughs> the actual wife, they become like co-reigning <laughs> empresses. Wow. Empress Dowagers with powers like equal to like the regent's powers, right? So there, she was like, him. hey, let's become more powerful and work together. And she was like, the people um, yes, ma'am. Yes, basically, we like that with them. So we love a power duo. Look at that. Yeah, man. So, but she kind of went behind the back of Jian, Aww. because who didn't really care about politics to like gain the support of ministers and well, she probably helped soldiers. validify, so, val- validify, val- solidify. What are we talking about here? Validate. There we go. Validate. See, she whatever. Um, GC. Yeah. How, how are we saying names? Cece. 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 Cece's power because she was like the actual wife. So then once she got that, she was like, all right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so she was like consistently like Cece was because mm-hmm. she didn't really care that much about politics. Right. So she was very like ostracized by the the other regents for like personal and political reasons right mm-hmm. they're like this is just a concubine who mm. can write and read <laughs> read and write um so she allied herself with these princes one named gong and one named chun right so she's like hey Some princes let's work together right <laughs> so then this is crazy right so the princes like worked with the regents mm-hmm. and she was asked to become the de facto ruler Basically, so they she's own. the one in control behind the curtain, right? So, like, she the regents is. look like they're making the decisions, but really she is. Sounds like Catherine de' Medici. <laughs> basically. <laughs> she's in power now, okay? So she's basically making wow. the decisions. Wild. That's right? actually really cool. Isn't that awesome? She, like, aligned herself with, like, political leaders, and they, like... like and she didn't, like, ally herself stupidly. Like, no, she knew what was going on. Her. She yeah. was awesome, And, like, right? people were so scared of her, they wouldn't backstab her. That's right? goals. That's Isn't goals. Great? I want people to be so terrified of me. So they, don't they staged a coup. She and the princes. Of course, because it's China. Isn't it great? They it's staged China. a coup. It's called the... It's another X. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> X-I-Y-O-U. Oh, I've heard of that. Chizu. Yeah. Maybe. She's a coup. And beheaded all the regents who were mean to her, basically. And were like, you're not valid. Yeah. She beheaded all of them. Is this the ending of Mean Girls, too? made them hang themselves. They locked them in a room and gave them a white silk scarf. I was like, have fun. Have fun. So, basically. (laughs) Because suicide was seen as more honorable, right? No? Yes? No? This is not Japan. Oh. I'm just kidding. Maybe it was. I don't know. No, it was because all the, the princes were like, hey, we should give them the most awful death which is like cut yourself yeah. to death with knives <laughs> oh my god 
It was called like the slow. It well, was she like probably couldn't look that bad. Whereas if they hung themselves, it's kind of like, well, they did it. Well, no, she just didn't want to be that mean to them. She was like, no, I don't want that to stain my political record of like punishment. So she just made them hang themselves, which is also awful. But, you know, you know, she didn't want to be the Henry VIII of the East. Basically. <laughs> Behead everyone of the opposite gender. <laughs> she beheaded a lot of them. Though. So basically history was rewritten, though. And it made it sound like the regents that she beheaded were the usurpers. Oh. So she was like, I'm the best. But if, if dudes rewrote history, they probably did a sloppy job of yeah, it. Yeah, so, so she basically changed it. So she's in power now. She killed all the dudes that told her she couldn't be in power, and these princes helped her out. It sounds like a Taylor Swift song, but continue. Like Don't the, you shame Seeksy in that way. <laughs> no, like the dramatics of like going to... Yeah. Oh, she was so great. Okay, anyways, this, this is now called the... Tilled new era tilled. This is the okay. that was my title of the setting. Tilled. Oh, like the thingy. The squiggle. Oh, yeah. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not awake. <laughs> Let's see. Where am I? So this is now. It's November 1861. So the I'm, king died in August. By November, she's in power, and all the regents are dead. The civil war started. Continue. Basically, she staged a coup, and by November, she's in power. We stand a queen. This is great. This is what we call efficiency, and it's what happens when a woman leads a coup. Like, think about this. Okay, the Civil War, which was, like, mostly men, like, overthrowing. Yeah, like a coup, like an attempt at a coup. And it went on for four years, Mm -hmm. and they still didn't win. And she did it in, like, two months. She did it in two months. (laughs) And she's just like, yeah, um, no, a little bit longer than two months. A little bit more than two months. November to September. September to September. So three months. Three months. Three Basically months, the same. four years. Like, the efficiency of a Let female ruler. Can we appreciate it? Like, lots of blood, but less time, so... Not that many people died. Just the regents who were bullied her. See, she just went for the top. Yeah. She totally She didn't get distracted. It. She totally killed it. That's a bad one. Oh, I'm Continue. <laughs> I mean, she didn't get distracted. Her yeah. son was five. That's true. I don't even know what... How do you raise a toddler and stage a coup at the same time? I can barely babysit a toddler. She had nannies. <laughs> she did not... Oh, nanny for an empress. That's my dream job. Continue. Um, Also, this, her prince son hated learning. Like, he hated it. And so, I have later on. So, are you going to say next? But by the time he was 16, he didn't know how to read. Which, for having a literate mother, is Mm -hmm. is Which is very sad. sad. He was just the prince. Chino treated as a prince. And she probably made sure he had tutors. That's sad. Mm -hmm. He would like. Sounds like half the guys we went to high school with. Continue. Given the best (laughs) opportunities, and they just did nothing but smoke pot. Sorry. <laughs> Look how you laughing over here. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll get to that later. But it's 1861, and so now she has the princes, right? So the ones who helped her stage the coup. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of political power. But, wait. Okay, so the other Empress Dowager, the one that she was yeah. like, hey. What happened to her? She was just chilling during this whole thing. <laughs> So, but they had to get um, advisal from the council that they set up, though. So mm. that was good. She wasn't, like, blindly going into decision-making. She had people help her out. That's so sweet. And so, but they were still known as, like, the main decision-makers. Mm-hmm. Like, no interference allowed when they yeah. actually made a decision, right? So. so like a um, privy council? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Sixi began killing all the like Han rulers that had like governors and stuff okay. or sorry, sorry Han Manchu rulers that had like set up government and stuff in all the different um, regions mm. and things and put in um, her own people yeah but she put in she put in Han officials right of the south which oh. is where basically her people were from 
And so it's very okay. different. It like kind of flipped everything around from the traditional Manchu, which was like the upper class leaders. So, so she like took the social system and like flipped it. Oops, sorry. Basically, she reversed the, the social system. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So now like the Karl people Marx, are leading where the are people. You? This is the bourgeoisie. <laughs> <laughs> so plot twist. Yeah. So when she, did he write? When did he write the social whatever it's called? The the. Karl Marx. The, did he study the her? And then he's communism. like, this is what I want Karl to happen. Marx, the communist manifesto. That's what it is, communist manifesto. <laughs> I was talking. I'm you so know Republican, Rod I don't even know what that is. You know Rod Bayless? Yeah, I freaking know Rod okay, Bayless. Okay, so me and Rod were like friends during the musical because we were both techies a couple years ago. And I he wa- I walked up and he was like reading a book and I was like, oh, what you read? And he's like, the communist manifesto. What and a I was Rod like, thing casual. to do. What a, like and again we go to a very white very rich very christian private school in the south so like well he was a black kid that graduated early and went to mit exactly so who's the he real was, winner here he was my age but he was two grades ahead of me mm-hmm. he was he so, was 16 when he went into college it was in 1848 so it was already written oh darn it i don't think she would have read it yet because it was in german yeah and your girl doesn't know german anyways Karl marx would have been proud bourgeoisie uprising <laughs> anyways she flipped the social hierarchy on its head Hmm. Pretty great. Um, Which is also wild in China because everything is like so cemented. Okay, so after, basically at this point, it's after the Second Opium War mm-hmm. and they just had the Taiping Rebellion. Okay. If I remember correctly, that was just an uprising of the people, right? Yeah. People died. Um, I think that's why it she It was really bloody. It, it was right? like really, really bloody. A lot of people died. So I think that's why she flipped the social hierarchy so she, so, you know, they got what they want. And stop fighting. But um, I don't know. I haven't. I should have looked that up, but it was late, so I didn't. The ta- that's the, the that rebellion though is so convoluted because it's like it builds up and then it just gets confusing because so many people flip back and forth. It's just Bacon's rebellion, may I say? Bacon's rebellion like disorients me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep talking about American history. <laughs> just kidding. The, how Western can we make this? Continue. Very Western. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> you know, you know, TBT to the princess that helped her out with the. Mm-hmm. Um, her goons. Coo, right? So one was actually named Gong, so it kind of right, sounds like goon. I so, feel like they would have posted a picture on Instagram and been like, squad. <laughs> Coo squad. Hashtag <laughs> squad. Um, Prince Gong was getting a little ambitious, and after the Taiping Rebellion. As men do. Right. So she accused him of improper conduct and dismissed him of his office. Dude. This guy that had helped her basically get her position, she was like, you're out because you're getting, you want too much power. She made him cry in front of everyone. This man broke down in tears in front of the whole audience of the officials and the other empress. She made him cry. Man, I really, really love Eastern history. <laughs> she made him cry. Isn't that great? He literally That's cried. amazing. But she, she let him keep his title, his, like, hierarchy, like, you know, social stuff. Yeah, because if but he had he lost that, he lost not allowed everything. to do politics much anymore. Because he, he probably so. would have lost land and, like, money and, like, his whole she life. She made him cry. That's a... We stand a queen. This guy yeah. was like, no, please. <laughs> So funny. This is like an adult man. <laughs> it's, it's like an adult man. It is an adult man. And he like cried. Is he really adult? Continue. <laughs> I mean, you're an adult kind of, and you. Cry. I'm really not an adult. We're fake I eat popcorn for dinner. I'm I'll be an adult a... in a couple days. Adult. Oh, you're. Your I'll be birthday? in Disney World on my birthday. How did I not know your birthday was in a couple days? I'm. Terrible. We talked about this in the last podcast when my birthday is. I mean, it's in. It's more than a couple days. It's you have like, it on your Facebook, right? Because your Facebook has to remind me. Otherwise, I won't remember. I don't even remember. I don't even know how Facebook works. <laughs> okay. I'll just remember it's in two days. Okay. It's not in two days. It's in like 16 days. Oh, okay. Yeah, 16 days. Okay, good. But I'll be in Disney World on my birthday, so I won't I be really you. adult because it'll be the happiest place on <laughs> earth for children. 
please ride the carousel progress for me. I love Always. Walt Disney. No, we go to OG. Epcot on my birthday because that's my favorite park. <gasps> really? Let me know where you think I should eat dinner for my birthday. That's yeah, that's a good question. I'm thinking which country? Italy, but really, I like. <laughs> you could just go to Olive Garden. Um, it's not the same. You're making <laughs> me embarrassed. I think you should go to France because you did like yeah, but French is your thing. I like the French desserts, so I was thinking we could get Ooh. dinner and then go to their little like thing in the back and get some desserts. You get drinks in Germany because you, you'll be old enough to drink. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that should work in Epcot. I feel like I feel because like the work. European drinking law yes. is lower. <laughs> we will walk up to France and be like, I I like know I look like I'm 12, but like I'm 18. Can you give me? A I beer? know I'm wearing overalls right now, but I and I have a giant like lollipop in my hand and like I'm wearing a scrunchie and I look like Mary Kate's character from Yeah. You gonna? I'm literally wearing a scrunchie. Sorry, I hit my book on this chair that our thing is on. No, it's just Jurassic World. <laughs> the dinosaurs are coming. Oh my god, that's gonna kill people. <gasps> sound. I, I saw. I've seen Jurassic World twice now. I fell asleep the first second time. <laughs> if you've seen the new one, you know that this one dinosaur, the new one, screams a lot. Oh god. Even more than the other one. God, so no. Very impressive of me to fall asleep. Yeah. I fell asleep it, so. in Civil War when I watched it for the sixth time. The sixth time. <laughs> I saw Civil War after, six times. After Spider-Man pops up and he's like, hey, everyone. I'm like, peace okay. and out. Like, it's over. <laughs> I'm done. This is all I was here for. I love that when that first came out, everyone was making vines of it. Oh, yeah. Where it was like, hey, so, everyone. And he would just say random stuff. I love, love the kid, where are you from? From Queens. I'm from Brooklyn. And then, like, throws <laughs> a thing on him. <laughs> I was like, that's a mood. <laughs> that's like the 15th time today. Just today, she said, that's a mood. <laughs> I think I... Sp- what did I do when I first sat down? I think I like forgot to put my computer out. And she was like, that's a mood. And I'm like, <laughs> like breathes and I'm like, that's a mood. <laughs> Just, you know, being alive, it's a mood. <laughs> okay. So where are we at? She, she throws out, she makes, makes she made his face Prince cry. Gong cry. I would cry with a name like that. Anyways. So here is revealed her iron grip on po- like her political power and her lack of willingness to give it up. Right. Mood. In this. So her whole journey right now, she's gone from, random girl in Beijing concubine of the emperor gone up in the ranks now she's empress dowager this guy's she staged a coup this guy's trying to take a little she's bit like more power she's like uh uh-uh. uh cool you cry now cry here's cry, so, cry on command yeah, that's so, me <laughs> anyways so this section is is titled getting woke getting woke oh i love it yeah we stand a queen this is this was <laughs> this was this morning Oh, wow. I wasn't even that tired, and I wrote Getting Woke, so. <laughs> I'm cringing. <laughs> but I keep looking at my next titles. And the next one is Oof. And then oof. after that, the next one is it's like, She's Back, Ladies. <laughs> it's like, Emmeline, like, this is what I get. These are the text messages I get from Emmeline. It's like, yeah. Lots of oofs. I say oh, oof all the time. Anytime I bring Anything up. I think something happens, and I'm like, oof. <laughs> yeah. I'll have, like, a really long, dramatic text about this terrible thing I won't happened. even, like, reply. I'll just say, Oof, oof. <laughs> and I'm like, mood. That's a mood. <laughs> New drinking game. Take a shot every time I say mood. <laughs> You'll be drunk by minute 30. Don't drink. Just pour yourself some coffee. If you're 21. Or in Germany at Epcot. <laughs> yeah. Not 21, but. Or espresso shots. It's yeah. espresso. It's I not espresso. espresso. It's espresso. 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 Oh. Espresso. You're espresso. Okay, just continue. She's woke. What is she woke about? <laughs> International affairs. 
wild. We stand a queen. So at, up until this point, China has been relatively closed, mm-hmm. and like not that many new ideas have come in. Well, because Britain first, is so assertive, it oh, makes it clear. Yeah, the, up. the next time they were like, oh, we should bring in some stuff. Opium wars happened. Everyone became addicted to opium. So they're like, <laughs> let's oh. not. <laughs> So after they lost in the second opium war, she realized how outdated their military was and like all their, and that they're, so shout out to Britannica and Wikipedia. They wrote down agricultural, but I wrote agrarian because. Agrarian. Are you a King student? I am. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Anyways, she knew that their agrarian society could not completely Mm -hmm. support their like industrial stuff. Because like during the opium wars, the British like took worms wars the british like ships went through the naval like canals yeah, they just and like straight just destroyed went everything and were like you know so yeah so she realized wow we're terrible <laughs> so she they um yeah so i wrote this in all caps for the first time in chinese history china began to learn from the west and like get some knowledge and be like wow this is how hmm. we, our stuff should go and so, Even though let's appreciate the gunpowder that was fueling the military advancements was a Chinese advancement, like, way back when. Oh, yeah. We stole their stuff all the time, but this is the first time they've stolen our stuff. <laughs> so they began to import the technology of the West. Hmm. She um, started three industrial programs in, the, in southern China, like plants and stuff to That's make stuff. That's crazy. And she opened the Tongwen Guan, which is a school in 1862, for foreign languages, especially English, French, and Russian. And this is why the they Chinese also trade system does mathematics, so today. astronomy, and other like scientific things. Wild. She started the school. She Which did. is like why China's top of the In like, 1862. This is only like. What was America doing? Still fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> should we or should we not slavery? <laughs> but for the record, the slave side was winning <laughs> in 1862. The, the year after the king dies. Literally, she's only had power for a year. She's already starting all these reforms. You know what I love? Okay, so, like, they lose... She got down to business. Yeah, they lose the second wars, and she's like, oh, we should probably change something. Whereas in, like, America, like, the Union is sending these really crap generals who keep, like, doing a crappy job, and instead of fixing that, they just keep sending really bad generals. And she's like, let's change stuff. Let's, let's, we might have to better. fix something. Right. Wow. So, and she started sending young boys to, the Amer- to America to study. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that, but, like... Because... At that time, it was a war. But anyway, yeah, I'm like I, again. But like, they, we had a lot of. They could have gotten stuff. drafted. <laughs> Draft riots in New York City. This is fun the times. oof section. The oof section. Yeah. Oh no! So I'm very scared. Yeah, this isn't. This is when it gets a little sad. Mm. Not just from after the woke stuff. Anyways, yeah. so so Queen is on a roll with reforming. Right. So the Brits they decided to buy seven warships from the Brits. Good plan, right? <laughs> England has a really good naval thing. Right? Navy. Stuff is done yeah. good. Because mm-hmm. it's Queen Victoria and Queen Victoria knows how to build a Navy. When they brought the ships over, they were filled with British soldiers. They're idiots. So really China was like, excuse me? We, we didn't do warships. rent a cop. We didn't, <laughs> didn't want to rent your soldiers. So they broke off the alliance of like sharing knowledge and stuff. Oh. So... Basically, it's like a she, Trojan horse situation. <laughs> yes. So basically, she withdrew her Queen Victoria and Albert sitting in their sitting in their office. Oh, you don't stop. think they'll notice the British soldiers on board? Do they? No, right. I don't no, think so. We'll be fine. It'll be so fine. she withdrew her open attitude toward foreigners. Oh. So she was getting really woke and was like, "Yeah, Sounds all like this me in a relationship." And then she was like, "You know what? Let's F all this. No." So white men are still assertive. And she that's became a problem. like she became pretty afraid of like the liberal thinking of all the foreigners, like yeah. as a threat to her power. Yeah, right. So 
she didn't send any more children to study. The schools got not closed, but like, yeah, not as emphasized, right? And so, they were also going to build a railroad. They were had plans for that, but she shut it down because she thought it was going to be too loud and it would like disturb the tombs of the emperors. I don't really know where she, what she was thinking with that, but that was in well, 1877. Yeah, so it's I been mean, like ten years because railroads stuff. take like the you have to mine a lot for them and things like right. like there's a lot of disruption of the I don't even know if China has the right landscape to uphold like a Well they built a great wall so they can build stuff. Well not they can build stuff but like I don't know if a railroad would fit because a lot of their stuff is like swampy. <laughs> it's like Russia trying to go to they, when they built that road they're like we just want some warm water please and they were like no. <laughs> China was like not having it. <laughs> Russia was like we just want warm water please. China being cl- like and then China would not be open again until President Nixon. <laughs> like that's the narrative of this. Love me some Kissinger. <laughs> I just did the Nixon the peace sign. Yeah. Anyways, you can't see that. This is the podcast. Love me some Nixon. I have a Nixon Actually, do like Nixon. Is that bad? I like Nixon. I like Except Nixon before he became terrible and paranoid. Yeah. But his VP Agnew was kind of yeah. terrible. I think he got arrested for tax fraud. He, he or embezzlement. Like, it was either embezzlement or tax fraud. To me, he's like the the kid that just gets taken advantage of by like overly ambitious people, Aww, and they convince him Nixon. to do things. He also started the EPA, so mm-hmm. like he was a pretty for a Republican president. He, he was, was kind of like woke. yeah, he was like pretty good, pretty solid. His Vietnamese policies were like I think if he had been allowed to like carry them out, the Vietnam War would not have like lasted forever. But whatever, continue. Karis has opinions. I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> Anyways, um, but they went behind her back, and construction continued in 1877. So, but it's been like a couple, almost like ten years of reforms that she's had. So, like this foreign policy has gone on for a long time, and then England was like, ha 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 ha. Oh, frick. so England ruined. Victoria this. and Albert got scheming and got bored. Basically, they're like, mm. <laughs> America's busy. With the Civil War. What are we going to do? Let's scam China. Well, here's what happened. They were going to give cotton to the South, or they were going to do cotton trades with the South, and then the South is, like, still pro-slavery, and then slavery is, like, uh, like taken out in Britain, and they're like, maybe we shouldn't ally ourselves with people who, like, buy other people. <laughs> William, so like, is, William Wilberforce is like, not today, Satan. <laughs> just smacks it. I did not let, or litigate all those years in Parliament for you to just go crawling back to Georgia for cotton. Like, we don't want your dirty they're cotton. They're singing Georgia on my mind. They're like, we want the cotton. Sweet home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a quality rom-com, by we the way. stop joking about slavery. I'm joking about the fact that, like, yeah. Yeah, the Civil War was, like, a big... Effort. Anyways, she's had a lot of time for reforms and stuff. But... Oh, no. You know. And so, she... Good things never last. Like, they really blame her, like, old way of thinking mm-hmm. for this. Um, and that she, like, would all, like... She didn't. She wanted to learn a lot, but she also didn't want anyone scared. to infringe on her power. So she was like, she had priorities, you know. She was like, gotta keep my power. And then but learning. we want to learn some stuff, you know, reforms and stuff. But she really wanted to keep her power. So mm. she, we stand a not greedy, <clears throat> a definitely greedy, stingy. She wants stingy. to keep it, you know. Did you ever watch um, Lazy Town? No. Really. Go, go to Lazy Town. What are you? where you want to stay. We know Sportacus. No. Stephanie with the pink hair. What are you talking about? I'm so sad. It was on, I forget what team. I Is it a kid's it was, show? Yeah, it was a kid's show. I was too busy watching VeggieTales. <laughs> oh. Okay, so it's like Robbie Rotten, you know? I've seen the memes. Okay, so Robbie Rotten was a bad guy. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's like the 
concept is there's this town called Lazy Town, Beautiful. and everyone's everyone in the town are like puppets. They're really kind of creepy, actually. Mm. But the mayor's yeah, niece, like her name is Stephanie, and she's got pink hair and a striped pink dress. My sister was Halloween, for, was Halloween, was Stephanie for Halloween one year. So what? the mayor's niece moves to town, who's a real human person, but her so uncle's a confusion. puppet. Anyways, she moves there, and there's a superhero, basically, that lives there. His name is Sporticus. And he fights Robbie Rotten. He fights Robbie Rotten. Robbie Rotten does, like, stupid stuff stupid but all of all of her friends in the town do like different stuff so one kid was named stingy and he was just a rich kid one was named ziggy and he liked candy one was named i'm so it's really weird that i remember these names like trixie i think and she was just like weird and then there's another kid that did computers and stuff so anyways all of her friends had like quirks oh and sporticus was like an athlete like he just used like sports to save the day oh my god and like, like Robbie Rotten, was oh Robbie Rotten lived in the sewers, you know, and he like would put on all these outfits and be like, "I'm a different person." And they're like, "We know it's you, Robbie Rotten." And anyway, Sportacus would save the day. He lived in a blimp above the town. That's just so this wow. Was a quality. That was show. a wild ride. Anyways, <laughs> if you haven't watched Lazy Town, you don't need to now. I just told you the whole <laughs> whole premise of the show. <laughs> but there's a theme song that's like, "Oh, go go to Lazy Town." place where you want to stay <laughs> upside down here in lazy it's been 48 <laughs> minutes almost 50 so what happens next anyways <laughs> this is um this section is called sun and power question mark oh okay. so in 1872 her son turned 17 his name was the tong zi tong chi emperor which was her son right he's mm-hmm. 17 and the um other empress dowager Chion, she makes a reappearance and she oh, encourages him to marry this girl who's named the Jaishun Empress. You know what? I think I read a book about her. She died. Oh. So no? Maybe not. Who did I? Because I read a book that she like, see, talked about. She so did confused. not like her because she was. She acted too nice because all of her officials were like, you really need to be nice to her or she will get rid of you. And so she was like fake and nice. And then the Empress was like, Mm-mm, no, honey. Because I read a Royal Diaries, which is like a girl's She series. made them separate. Like, she made them separate. Her son and his wife. Because she didn't like her. I feel like... Maybe you did. Maybe it was... I don't know. I don't know who it was. Anyways. Anyways. The queen, the empress, did not like her. Okay. I underlined did not like. I mean, She did not like her. So, she forced them to separate. And the emperor, her son, ran away. Because he was so emo and depressed. Goals. Goals. But he comes back after a couple months, and he's a very incompetent ruler. So he's the emperor right now. But she's still still running the shots, right? Like, she's still in control. Um, Catherine de Medici of the East. This is what he could not read. By the age of 16, he did not know how to read because he hated school so much, which is super dumb. Again, like the guys we went to high school with. (laughs) (laughs) And as, like, a sneaky thing, he redid the Summer Palace and was like, hey, Mom, you should move there to try to get rid of her. Honey did not fall for it because she is smart. So, you know, she, and also he was like asking the commoners to donate all their money to the, the, like, to donate their money to him so he could like buy stuff, which was weird because he was like, give me all your riches. I don't want them, you know, but he, okay. So he, sorry, continue. Anyways, should you show me something on your phone? 
Um, anyways, so he stripped all of his her officials, Sixi's officials, of their power. Uh oh. Right, and made them commoners. So she's like, okay, I'm kind of alone in this. This is bad. I gotta find a way to do something. Right, so. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really do anything. It just kind of happens that way. But she was now just basically the the mom. She was still the Dowager Empress, but she didn't have as much power because she didn't have all of her people backing her up. Wild because the same thing happened with Catherine de' Medici. Like, she was doing fine. Crazy. Like, this is They this all is read the Communist Manifesto together. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Catherine de' Medici did not want the overthrowing of the bourgeoisie because they would kill her. Everyone hated her, but, like, continue. Everyone liked her, even though she was, like, power-hungry. Yeah. Or power full because she already had all of her yeah power stingy power space full f-u-l-l because she had all of her power already (laughs) anyways on january 13th 1875 so by this time how old is she she's 40 right now wow yeah so she's 40 and on january 13th um the emperor her son died of syphilis and smallpox not just one crippling disease but two so the poor kid who couldn't read and the stupid kid died. And his empress, his wife, who wasn't really there, died the following March. So by 1875, she's back. Sixy's back in power. Your girl is back. I feel like this she's is the Gwen Stefani song. Um, no. Okay. So you know that back girl? Like she, she should have come back singing that. Hey, no back girl. No. That's about cheerleaders. You know that? Yeah, but I feel like it would have been a quality comeback song. You know the vine of Harrison and Harry where he was like, guess who's back? <gasps> so if you stand Tom Holland as much as we do with his friends and stuff, yeah, you I know love, who Harrison Osterfield and Harry Harrison Holland are? So they made this video. They're best friends, even more than Tom. So they made this video where they hung out after a couple months and Harrison was like, guess who's back? And like posts and stuff. And Harry oh. was just like, hey. <laughs> I was watching this really funny, um, it was... What's his name? Seth Meyers um, opening monologue at the 2018 Golden Globes. And he goes, there's always that one really privileged PA who's just like never does anything and shows up late to work. And everyone's like, oh, you didn't know who that is? That's Thomas Paramount. So he's like making a joke that some people only get jobs because of who they know. And I was like, Harrison. Harrison Osterfield. <laughs> Your entire The PA new Catch-22 movie. He's, I feel like, I, I mean, they're going to be That's a good book. severely disappointed or surprised. It's going to be weird for me to see him yeah. acting. I, I don't know like, how I feel about it. Is he a good actor? We don't know. I have, I have like so many <laughs> He's questions. He's a good personal assistant. Anyways. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? She's back. Terminator. <laughs> I went on Terminator there. Just skip that. I'll Go ahead. <laughs> I can't do a sports <laughs> impression. I'll be back. I am the governor of California. <laughs> you know, I, Callie, Callie had some weird governors. Like Reagan. Reagan. Terminate like I'm just like Callie. Honestly, the first person I thought of was Robert California from The <laughs> Office. My thing is they like Callie's like all like oh we're liberal like we care and I'm like Ronald Reagan was literally like your your governor for like a hot sec there. I'm never gonna let California forget that. Have I told you about okay Mr. Bell if you're listening I hope you listen to this episode because we talk about historical stuff. But I had this dream in my junior year <clears throat> when we were studying How much Reagan. Were you into a push right? So I was very into it and so I had this dream. Where I was telling off Reagan for buying up, buying more missiles and basically like stocking up our uh, military because I was like, this is unnecessary, Iran bud. Contra scandal. So, oh my gosh, I just realized I was in the red when I was talking. That means I was really loud. I'm so sorry. And she's really angry. <laughs> Anyways, Reagan was buying up all these missiles and we didn't really need it. I was like, we already have enough, dude. And I turned to Gorbachev and I'm like, congratulations, you're doing great with those reforms. Perfect. Oh my God, no. I was like, oh no. 
this is still- bad. <laughs> so I go up to Mr. Bell. I'm like, Mr. Bell, I had a dream where I was congratulating the Russians on their reforms, and I was telling off Reagan for buying up for our military. And he was no. like, are you, are you? Are you good? First of all, why are you having historical truths? <laughs> Second of all, are you a commie? And I was like, no, I don't know what I couldn't control my subconscious. Anyways, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's Reagan's chant, the House of Reagan. That's their chant. It That's, makes me so happy. Congrats, Gorbachev, on those reforms. No, they, he started reforming the the government. It was great. Gorbachev actually wasn't that bad compared to the people who came before him. Yeah, he was doing pretty good. But congrats, Gorbachev. I'll drink coffee to that. So her son is doing what? Dying. Cool. He's dead. So she's back. She's back. Anyways, back All from that, that tangent. She's back. Oh my gosh. I just realized our last podcast was like an hour long. Uh-huh. We're already at an hour. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> this is my last page. Okay. We're done. Oh my goodness. This is going to be like a two hour podcast. We'll just say like skip to this like, yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. This is going to be like a... I don't really care. I mean, you can listen to it in two parts if you want. Yeah. We should do it, up- upload it in two parts. Okay. Part one, your part one. Sorry, Emily part talks two. about yeah. That. I guess we could do that. It makes it more like ooh, we don't. <laughs> and then we get an extra podcast out of it that we don't have to record again. Two for the price of one. Okay, so should I? We could just stop it after mm-hmm. I finish. Sounds good. All right. Anyways, <laughs> so she's back, right? Okay. So because they have to have like an heir mm-hmm. to the throne, she places her nephew because her sister was like in the palace too. Okay. Her husband, her nephew, his name is. Gung Zhao, hmm. Gung Zhu, um, places the heir, and he is, um, so fun fact, he calls, um, Qian, the other Empress Dowager, um, Empress Mother, and he calls Sixi dear father, to show that she had more the, power. the fatherly figure in the household, so she had more power. She was literally addressed as father, because Gender she norms power, being disrupted right? in... Who wears the pants in this relationship? Question <laughs> mark. No, they weren't gay or anything, but... This family. They were, she just had more power. Um... <laughs> So, sadly, she got sick in 1875, mm-hmm. right? So, Chiana's left to deal with the political affairs, the other one. She <laughs> doesn't know anything. She's been chilling. Um, but, Chiana died in 1881. Sixi got better. So, through this whole... Oh, that seems a little sketchy, but okay. <laughs> and so, they thought that Sixi had pointed as poisoned her, but mm-hmm. she actually died from a stroke. But it was kind of like... I mean, maybe controlling the political affairs so stressed her out so much. So from the year 1881 to 1883, Sixi only um, talk, talked, but, like, was, like, in communication with her officials through written, like, letters mm-hmm. and stuff because she couldn't come out in public because people thought she poisoned the other in person. Oh, okay. Right, so there was a lot of scandal with that, but she didn't. It was fine. She's good. Our girl's good. Did she, though? No one technically accused Catherine de Medici of poisoning anyone, <laughs> but here we are. But um, when she got back to power in 1883, or she, um, this is actually in 1885, after the loss of the Sino-French War, mm-hmm. right? So she actually got rid of all of her advisors. She got new ones. Hmm. Um, because Why? they lost the war, and she was like, oh, not okay. having she's this. pissed. Right, so um, 1885. In 1887... Her nephew began to rule under okay. her supervision. So she is still in Not control. regent, but she's... Basically, yeah. what did I say last page? She said she was the de facto ruler. Right, de facto. This whole time, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's been the man behind the curtain. Wild. So this is her retirement. Right, so in March 5th, 1889, she retired from regency, but still was the head of the imperial family, right? <laughs> so people... Like, so her nephew is technically the emperor right now, and she's not really doing anything. She's not the man behind the curtain anymore. Hmm. People still respected her as the empress more than her nephew. So people still saw her as the one in power. Mood. Right? So she turned 60 in 1894, and she was going to have a big 18, 
1894, right? Whoa. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, anyways. She was going to turn 60, but they had to cancel her party because of the war with Japan. But she was going to have this huge party because she was like, 60th birthday 60. party canceled. Yeah, because of the war with Japan. That's so funny. But, Sorry, yeah. the war with Japan's not funny. I just think it's really funny that they were going to have a 60th birthday party. Anyways, because of allegations and treason, like, and Ooh. working with Japan, um, with his, like, Gongsu's reform and stuff, mm. he was, like, accused and stuff. So she became regent again, back Ooh. in power. <laughs> And now she had a place in court again. So she still is in control. Like, this whole time, she's really been in power. And so... She's been through what? The reform that he was trying to put in was the 100 Days Reform, you know? Oh, yep, yep, yep. 1898, right? So, Boxer Rebellion happens. People are dying. Um, A treaty was signed after the Boxer Rebellion that... um, These are all, like, uprisings in China. Like, a lot of internal conflict due to... Like social fears, right. just in case, like people don't know. Like so it's they, just like social conduct. Yeah, and that's so oversimplifying, but people were angry. Yeah, lots of people were angry. <laughs> Mostly Japanese stuff, but they signed the treaty and that, and she was the one that signed it, which basically confirmed that she was the one in power. Yeah. Nineteen oh two. How she old is she right now? Ninety two. Thir- she was born in thirty four. She's like, yeah, thirty five. And it's ninety two. She's like almost. She's like in her seventies. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. She's like no, she's 60s. in her 60s. Anyways, close to her she's 60s. been doing stuff. So, she made more reforms and stuff. I wrote sweeping reforms, so lots of reform stuff. One of the big ones was um, that they took away the examinations for the officials, which That's was a right. really big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which sounds kind of not that big of a deal, but it's a really big deal. Well, because it opened up this... Oh, I'll start my notebook. Aristocracy. <laughs> Basically, more people could be in the government. Mm-hmm. Um, there are photos taken of her. One of the only um, monarchs that have photos, like older ones. You know what? I remember hanging studying. in DC. Whoa! So we could go see them sometime. Why? We'll go see them. If you we'll go take see a bus them, ride to DC one weekend. It's like eight bucks. My notebook just the so string just came out. Oh, yeah. but okay. sweeping reforms. Yeah. So big reforms. Um, but six years later, she died on November fifteenth, nineteen oh eight. One day after her nephews death so she outlived a nephew that was the emperor whoa um after establishing someone else as a new emperor his name was puyi <laughs> kind of a sad name and um yeah so that the day before she established the new emperor guess how she died she was poisoned knew it yeah she by who that was such a high like thing poison. I, it didn't say britannica let me know yeah but she was poisoned they probably don't know because they probably didn't. Yeah, when they found they were her, like, "Oh, she's she was old enough anyway, so we could just say natural causes." Her nephew was also poisoned. They um, found like two thousand something. I don't know what the that sounds like. It might be like a, a rebel group or something. Yeah, or she did it. We don't know. She poisoned her nephew and then herself. Uh, she wouldn't have poisoned herself, but oh. anyways, she died from poison, which is mm. sad. But you can still see her memorial tomb today. It was, her actual tomb was, like, pillaged and stuff, and they had to make a new one. But her memori- <laughs> memorial tomb is, like, in Beijing now, huh. so you can go see her memorial tomb. Interesting. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. That's, that's, a. Uh, and then China would not be opened again until Nixon's presidency at the end. <laughs> Basically, she did all this stuff, and, yeah, she was really That's great. probably why China's, Power like, hungry. We love a power hunger queen. Was so high and tra- is still so, so like, about this influential. Ribbon. ribbon in my notebook fell out. Which was sad. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to end the podcast here. 
This is because I've been talking for one. an hour about this queen <laughs> or emperor. No, Empress. queens deserve an hour. Like I feel like honestly, I never. St- I feel like with historical queen. figures, I never can do enough time because you're like you can never do them justice. Yeah. So that's part one. Let us know what you think about the Empress Dowager. If Send you us think that she's overrated. If our Don't information was correct and correct, if Britannica did me wrong, let me know. Also, I use a little bit of Wikipedia. Yeah, we're not we're not experts. I'm like, not at an all. expert. I just think Chinese history is, is interesting. Yeah, we just um, took a couple of AP classes and think we know everything. Um, we're history. We're like actual history peer tutors, so yeah. we're qualified to give this information. Uh, out. My student got a four on the AP US history. Degree. I also got a four. Yeah, I she was not tutor, my I tutored world history students. I didn't tutor AP US. Yeah, AP US is not much different than re- tutoring regular US history. Anyways, but. Yeah, so... What's that? I guess we're... Peace we'll, out. Um, we're going to see... Not see you see again, you. <laughs> but we'll, we'll be recording the next part of the podcast, which we're going to put in a different episode, because <laughs> it's been so long already, so... Peace out. Yeah, listen to the next one. Do I some mean, more research. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Email us. You want to say the email one email. more time? Sarcastic comment... Sarcastic comment podcast at gmail.com. Boom. Let Bam. us know. Or just find us on social media. Everything's our names. Yeah. Karis Franklin at CHR. That's Karis Franklin. This is Emmeline Waller. This is Emmeline Waller. Um, yeah. Let us know what your favorite monarch is. Tweet us. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Who's your favorite monarch? Should we do a segment on them? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do some. Yeah. Anyways. Peace out. So long. Bye. (laughs)